Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. And we are recapping the final season of Shit's Creek. This is season six, and it is such a bittersweet season in hashtag all the ways, right? <laughs> uh, but it's something that Jamie and I talked about, and we really wanted to do a little post episode discussion every week. And that's what we're doing. So if you haven't listened to any of the previous ones, please scroll on back of your app of choice, find all of them, catch up with us, relive season six. I know a lot of you US folks don't have pop TV. And so you probably haven't watched it yet. When you're ready, remember the no guilt fangirls because we're here. (laughs) We're here for you. When you want to talk about after each one, we are going to be here for you. All right. This up later because we'll still be ready to talk about it. Well, this is true. I don't think we'll ever not be ready to talk about Shit's Creek. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Jamie, introduce yourself real quick. Well, hello, you. <laughs> I, I'm Jamie, uh, Patty's friend from way back in the baby center days. And I live in Texas with my two kids, my husband, aka my third kid, and our two cats. Now, now, Jeff is a good good kid. He's a good kid to have. We like he Jeff. He is. He is. <laughs> and I really like Jeff because Jeff said... He said yes. <laughs> not yes to the dress. But um, in case you're not following me on social media, I got really excited the other day and I tweeted Jamie the big stinking news that Shit's Creek... Oh, Shits Creek was adding more tour dates. Now she's already done that. She she went to the tour in Austin, right? You went down to Austin for that one. Yes, yep. We drove okay. down to Austin. But I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't a Shits Creek fangirl at the time, and so I didn't. I didn't know anything about it. And uh, I've been mourning that fact that I completely missed <laughs> their DC show ever since. Wow, they're coming back. They're coming back. And even better, I tweeted Jamie was like, hey, I need your your presence to come with me. <laughs> Hold my hand during this experience. And uh, yeah, she said yes. Jeff said yes. Jeff was like, yeah, go, go. Um, and so that's what, that's what happened this morning. This morning, I scored tickets. You scored amazing tickets. Yes, they're going to be. Like I feel like we're gonna be able to smell Dan Levy in a good way, not in a creepy, weird way, um, from our seats. Like we're gonna be like right there in the, some of the front rows, and I'm gonna be there with some of my favorite Shit's Creek loving friends. Uh, Jamie's coming, my friend Tanya is coming, and our friend Teresa. Teresa's one of my co-hosts over at No Guilt Disney Podcast, and we are we're just gonna fangirl the heck out of the show and out of our favorite actors. And I can't wait. I mean, I can wait. I have to wait till June now. But <laughs> luckily, we have these episodes to keep us company between. We do. We do. We got something then. to like fill in the time while we're waiting to to be able to have this experience. But that was my big news today. That's pretty much what happened. And that's that's it. That's all we're going to talk about. <laughs> well, you know, so I work in finance. And so, you know, it's month end. And I audibly squealed in my cubicle today, which a bunch of people kind of popped up and looked at me 
when I got the text that we got the tickets. So. <laughs> well, it was funny because I was <laughs> I was doing it on my phone. I was doing it through the app, and you're like texting me at the same time. I'm like, Jamie, stop it! Jamie, stop it! Jamie, stop it! I'm trying to get these. I didn't want to lose them. I didn't know how fast they were going to go, and it did turn out because about I don't know ten minutes later, our friend Diane wanted to jump in on this action, and I went and I looked real quick, and there was nothing out. Nothing in the pre-sale that we could like, you know, bring Diane with. However, general sales for this particular show, which is being held um, in Maryland, technically, but um, for this show, go on sale on Friday, I think. So I still have my fingers crossed that Diane finds something amazing that she'll come that she'll come with us to because you would love Diane. If anybody has listened to my No Guilt Fangirls podcast, it's one of my very first episodes and it's called, uh, I think it's The Making of a Fan. No, it's just, they, oh, Fangirls Run in My Family. Diane is the biggest fangirl of hashtag all the things. <laughs> she is such a pop culture phenomenon. Like she knows everything about everyone. Her big, oh, big God. love. Mm-hmm. Her big, big love is uh, Justin Timberlake and her special skill You'll like this. She can spot celebrities and get them to give a selfie with her. Like they love her and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. sure. Where they would tell the rest of us no. Nobody tells Diane no. So, yeah. My new best friend. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so she would be a really good person to have with us. Oh, anywho, we'll see what happens. But I have now just spent six minutes gushing about how excited <laughs> I am about some of this. And I haven't told you. Let's jump into this episode because it was a really this is a really good one. Give us a little recap of what it was. This episode was called Rebound. And if you guys watched last week, you know what that's all about. Um, poor Alexis had a heartbroken. And this is the aftermath of that. She did. So so we start um, by all the roses minus Lexi <laughs> waiting <laughs> in a hotel room for Alexis to get home because she's on a date. And they're all kind of talking about how worried they are about you know, her kind of jumping back out there. And then Alexis comes in and she's, you know, doing her Alexis thing. And then there's a knock at the door and David opens it. And there is a um, distinguished older gentleman there on the other Mm -hmm. side of the door who introduces Mm -hmm. himself as Artie, Alexis's date. Um, And he just kind of, I don't know, he kind of gives that old dude vibe, you know, anyway, I'm sure he's nice. (laughs) So all the roses are kind of a little bit worried about her because she has jumped in to a relationship with a much older man. I think I'm assuming maybe older than Johnny, if not really close to the same age. And not only that, they they made a point of saying that because I was appreciating it was David that was like pointing out mom and dad. She broke up with him less than a week ago. Isn't anybody a little concerned about this? This is very (laughs) regressive for her. So I was like, all right, David, I appreciate your nosiness, but. (laughs) Well, which resulted in Moira saying, David, when did you become the Grim Reaper of romance? (laughs) She had some good lines. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) So, um, you know, we spent a lot of the episode just kind of going through that. You know, um, Johnny is very concerned, I think more concerned even then, you know, David pointed it out, but then Johnny got really concerned and, you know, spent some time talking to Artie and talking to Alexis and we'll kind of circle back. Um, David and Patrick are wedding planning at the cafe and Jocelyn approaches them about getting a job. So she um, 
they decide to give her a trial run. And, and she kills it, y'all. She has such a good rapport with the townsfolk. And she sells, like, what would Patrick say? You sold more in a week that, or in a day than we did in a week? Yeah. Because she's got, you know, like like Patrick said, she's got that touch with the community. And she kind of has mm-hmm. that mom vibe where she can connect with the mom. So, and then we go back to the hotel and we find that the Rosa's car has been egged. Um, so they, <laughs> Moyer flags down Stevie and they go to the the town council and they find out that um, Moira has done one of those eight questions about me in People Magazine and basically dogs on the town. And the council is not happy. The townspeople. Moira, Moira was trying to be funny. She's right. very Moira. But if you've ever because this has actually happened to me. I thought I was giving a really witty and sarcastic answer once. Uh, This is also why I really like podcasting, because you can kind (laughs) of tell when I'm about to say something that I want you to think is funny, where uh, when you read the same exact words in writing, it doesn't always come off with the same tone. (laughs) For sure. So there's an, uh, I'm going to use air quotes here, angry mob outside of (laughs) (laughs) the council. And like this show up until like this point has pretty been pretty like, you know, ambiguous about where they are, but they gave out a few heavy Canadian references. Oh, in this episode. My, well, my gosh, this, particularly the signs I was, yeah. um, I, I wrote them all down because they made me laugh so hard. And I was like, Okay, so you just outed yourself. You are totally in Canada because right. there's because the, these signs are so Canadian. Like, well, probably not what real Canadians would do, but just like the stereotypical. They were so funny. Like these, this angry mob had signs that say "Respect our town." That wasn't very nice. Frowny face. So hurtful. Take it back. We are really unhappy with you, Moira. Oh, this was my favorite though. We are not angry. We are disappointed. <laughs> yes. They were just greatness. And then yes. also Moira references that she has some headshots in the boot of her car. Of her car. Yep. Yep. Which, yep, yep, yep. you know, us <laughs> Americans call a trunk. So, <laughs> but yeah, I love those signs. I thought they were great. Um, yep. You know, and then. John, Johnny, towards the end of the show, like, um, like I said, Jocelyn was working in the shop. She crushed it. Um, Patrick makes David offer her a job. Um, and then she says it's not on brand for her (laughs) and it's not her thing. And the boys are like, what? They were, couldn't believe it. Um, and it was so funny. Uh, Patrick is like, what does that even mean? This is what, what what is she, she says, um, the show, the store is not for me. And when she leaves, he's so confused where, David is kind of smug and kind of laughing, going, I told you she didn't get it. I told you she wasn't a fit. Because Patrick was kind of, you know, rah, rah, Jocelyn. Right. Um, and uh, David got to be a little smug about it. But he was cute smug. He wasn't, like, annoying smug, you know. But um, Patrick's like, what does that even mean? And David, <laughs> I think it just means our store is not for her. <laughs> yeah, that cracked me up. It was pretty so good. Much. It was pretty good. So many good lines in this one. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Um, and then, you know, we come back to the motel and Alexis has been broken up with Artie after Johnny talks to him in the cafe about kind of what Alexis has been through. And we kind of 
really see we Alexis peel back the, a layer and kind of be vulnerable and talk about how she felt like she was in control of this relationship and she just wanted something to make it not hurt so bad and she broke down and and sobbed you know and once, it was once again Annie Murphy is killing it like this whole season she has just been oh she's just been so powerful yeah. and vulnerable and beautiful and hilarious and I have loved everything that she has been doing this entire season and this episode I cried I totally teared up had a little tear coming down my eye when she's explaining to Johnny why she was doing that. Like she was fully in control the entire time, which is such a growth and it's such a change from the Alexis of old. Yep. She knew what she was doing and she knew specifically that she was going back to like these old ways, but it wasn't in her head. It wasn't for a destructive reason. It was to avoid feeling the feelings that she knew were out there. She was just, she didn't want to, she didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. And, and she, I think she even said like something like she just feels lost, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, I mean, Annie Murphy just, amazing. Oh, so Um, good. good. And then, and then, so Moira, when she, you know, quote unquote, did the town wrong, she vowed to make it right for them. So we closed out the show with a, uh, tourist video. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Schitt's Creek is trying to get into, um, the, trying to, to draw tourists to the town. And so they had this thing planned, and then after this went out onto uh, People Magazine, uh, Moira basically has to make it up to the town in some way. Yeah. So we we <laughs> we kind of get a tour around town, and she is is doing her Moira best of highlighting the town, but it's you know in a way only Moira can do it. Oh my gosh my my favorite my favorite point in that whole thing was when she's sitting at the cafe. Did someone say fine dining? <laughs> Cafe Tropical has certainly been defined as fine. <laughs> yes. She's so good. She's so good. Oh, my gosh. Her wig this week was a masterpiece. I loved oh, it. Yes. And I felt like she wasn't wearing as many wigs as she has in the past. So it was nice to see that version of Moira come back. I take that as a as a sign of growth and change maybe on in a positive way. Like she's, I don't know, more comfortable being where she is. And so she's not wearing as many wigs. Um, but of course, because she had to play quote unquote, more rose for the, 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 the people, uh, she, she had a good one. (laughs) She did have a good one. I liked it. It The pink and blue was so subtle, but perfect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was great. All right. Well, uh, this episode was, I think, just the perfect balance of funny, but also very sweet and very meaningful. They definitely didn't just like move Alexis on, but that's what they were trying to make us think at first. But look how smart they are. They weren't, they, they knew all along that was not going to fly. And um, yeah, we, we had some, we had a little bit of deep moment there. We got, we got a lot of the townsfolk, which was great yep. because we haven't seen a whole lot of them lately. So that was nice to uh, be able to have every, I think we saw everyone except for uh, Ray and Bob, right? Yes, and Bob had to go home early because he was so upset about Moira's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bob. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, and next week we got a little teaser. So this is where 
Oh, poor Alexis. I can't, I just can't wait to see what Annie Murphy does next week. I cannot wait. Uh, we got a little teaser for next week where it's definitely the natural Alexis. I think they even say something like, Oh, you look so natural, Alexis. Yes. No, probably to Alexis, that's a total insult. I don't know. But um, it's, uh, she's, she looks like she's, she's having some feelings and she's, she's down a bit. So we'll have to see what, what happens there and hope that we get some turnaround. And oh my gosh, I think what this is, we have three episodes left. Isn't that right? Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Weep, weep. Yeah, I I do have to say kind of what you were you know talking about before. Like one thing that to me that sets this show apart from a lot of other sitcoms or whatever is, you know, unlike sitcoms, we, we have the line or whatever, the funny, sad or whatever. But then the next week, if it's too sad or too feelings, we move on and we don't really talk about it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that, you know, they're letting us into kind of what's continuing to happen with Alexis. Yeah, with Lexi. (laughs) (laughs) Artie, the boyfriend that she dates for a brief, you know, hot minute or whatever, he insists on calling her Lexi. So David, when he introduces himself, he's like, oh, well, I am a Lex. I'm like, he said, I'm Lexi's brother, David, but you can call me Davey. And he's like, oh, he just... I laughed so hard when I saw that. I was like, he's having fun with this, isn't he? (laughs) (laughs) And once again, Dan Levy with the master class and like the subtle facial expressions. Mm -hmm. It was all over the place. It was good. Mm -hmm. It was good. Mm -hmm. But I got to say, the most touching part of all of this was definitely how both David and Johnny, you know, stepped in. David just a little bit and then he went off and did his own thing. But I loved the moments between Johnny and Alexis there at the end um you know when they were he was talking he was like i know i wasn't always there for you and i guess maybe i'm trying to make up for that now you know and uh, it was a good father daughter moment it it really was it was it was beautiful to see how they're just kind of moving along do you have any uh, favorite quotes or a favorite moment that you want to talk about before we close out um just when moira <laughs> finds out that her car has been um, you know, egged really, but she comes out and says, "A flock of poultry delivered its ovum mid-flight." <laughs> I want to know who wrote that line. It's amazing. We had to listen to it like three times. <laughs> it is so completely Moira. It's perfect. <laughs> what about you? Um, you know, I also, my, it was another Mora line. I told you she had so many good ones. I really loved, if heaven had a creek, it would be this one. <laughs> one yeah. of her, she's wrapping up the uh, end of her promo, her PSA that she's doing for the town. And that's how she like closes out. If heaven had a creek, it would be this one. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's funny that she never says the name of the town. Mm-mm. Never does. Never does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we will definitely, of course, be back next week to talk some more of our favorite show. Watch, talk all about Schitt's Creek. And uh, yeah, we're going to have to start stocking, taking stock of our feelings because we're getting close to the end here. Uh, Yes, I'm not ready. I mean, you know, there's always reruns. And I think both of us have probably watched this series. I'm probably on my my fifth fifth time around you've probably watched it a lot more than that because you started before me yeah uh, but it's it's been like i have gone from start to finish at least five times and i only started watching the show like in june or july of last year it's crazy <laughs> but 
Obsessed. I'm obsessed with this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just like Dan right. says. Just like Dan says. If you're obsessed with Shit's Creek like we are, then definitely come back next week. Listen to all those past episodes. And uh, thanks for fangirling with us. We'll see you again real soon. Thanks, Jamie. Bye. Thank you.